Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello and welcome back to episode 16 of the Claret and Blue podcast. A little bit of a uh, memory lane episode, I think we're going to call it today, aren't we? Because Villa haven't played a game. Yeah, sweet the, 16. The winter break, yeah, sweet 16. <laughs> never fl- been kissed. <laughs> it's flying by, isn't it? We're all having fun, aren't we? Still? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Come on, let's crack on. Okay. So, <laughs> what do you think of the winter break, by the way? Let's start with that. What have you found the winter break? I, I loved it, to be fair. I got a weekend <laughs> off. Um... So yeah, last week was a bit of a mental one, Bournemouth and deadline day. So yeah, oh, yeah I think uh, I enjoyed enjoyed a week off and then back to it now. It's three months now, fourteen games. Now the hard work starts now. So yeah, I'm yeah. all for it. Every game's a cup final. I get jealous of the and lads as well. To be fair, all the photos are abroad. Yeah, soaking it up. Are we here, getting battered by a storm? <laughs> Have you seen people saying like, "Oh, they should be in training every day"? Cause they're oh, lost. that's annoying me. That <laughs> I do oh, it. man, I think it's quite funny. What they're not allowed to go on holiday because no, they're, they're not allowed. Yet if they'd have won at Bournemouth, they were. <laughs> Exactly. What kind of deal is that? You can't go, Thomas Cook, you know, God rest his soul, doesn't exist, but you can't go to the travel <laughs> agent and say, listen, I'm edging my bets here. If we beat Bournemouth, I want to get to Dubai. If not, you know, stay, should we just work. have a caravan in real? <laughs> <laughs> don't get it. Let nah, him go away on a holiday. Yeah, exactly. I think it's quite funny. People just like a moan, don't they? Yeah. Everyone's entitled to a moan, but yeah. I saw somebody tweet saying, oh, you know, I don't think they should be allowed to eat. <laughs> you know, if they haven't won the match, they shouldn't be allowed to eat. They should go on hunger strike. <laughs> just think, just let them go and chill out. You Come know, on. we're probably going to need them refreshed and, yeah. and you know, fully charged, don't we? We've said that with a few of the players that look like they need a rest, and now they've got the week off. We've gone on holiday and back raring to go. I have to flaunt it in our faces, though, do I? <laughs> <laughs> it's more of the Ming's. The Ming's Photo. Yeah, we're all jealous of Tom Ming. Like, wow, man. Makes me <laughs> feel bad about myself. Yeah. Play it like a tambourine, couldn't you? It's all the phone. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, yeah. Tambourine. tambourine. <laughs> Mine's a tambourine. <laughs> Did you see, uh, oh, John is a big bass drummer, I think. <laughs> you see John, John Terry's uh, comment on that Instagram post of, John, of nah. uh, Tara Ming's. There's something like, oh, you've let yourself go, mate. You've let yourself go. And he's like, yeah, back, back on it next week. Back on it next week. Um, yeah, so it's weird without a game. Wasn't it? I felt because it wasn't a real break. It wasn't like an international break with no one players because half half of the league played. Mm. Great thing is, is on um, Sunday night match of the day actually became the one match. Didn't he? Was match of the day? (laughs) You know, with the West Ham Man City game being off, that one game to show. Um, All the results went our way as well. Yeah, no, surprisingly. I wonder if we can do that not play for the rest of the season and get to stay up that way. (laughs) (laughs) So you had West Ham Man City called off, so that'll be played at some point and. Presumably, Man City will probably win, yeah. won't they? Uh, Bournemouth lost to Sheffield United. Do we find that on the morning of the cup final? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, um, I can't remember the other game. Brighton, Watford, Brighton, was, Watford it? was yeah, draw, wasn't it? Yeah, thought we needed. And, uh, somebody beat Palace as well, didn't they? Everton beat Palace. Everton, yeah. So yeah. everything went our way. We oh, didn't yeah, lose. I've been, I've been on the last all weekend celebrating. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, yeah, so back next weekend's Tottenham. I think we might do something. Later in the week, Tottenham specific. James has messaged me about potentially doing something. So, why, did, why, did you, why are we having this conversation? <laughs> I don't in know. Midst just, of this? I'm just saying. Just saying. So I'm, I'm basically filling for the fact there's no football to talk about. So, what are we going to talk about? What have you got planned? 
What have we got planned when? For this podcast. I, got nothing planned. I, you were, I, you were I, cool, usually, I usually do all the research. I wanted to leave it to you this week. Have you, have you done any homework? Turn the camera off. <laughs> <laughs> you done any homework? <laughs> no. Okay then. So, Wembley tickets are out Tuesday, tomorrow, as this is, goes out. They're out for the glory hunters yeah. like myself. They've been yes. out for proper fans like yeah. you for, um, <laughs> yeah. for a week, haven't they? Yeah. I'm a real fan, so I got mine last Tuesday at yeah. f- five past five, because yeah. I've had a season ticket since the year we went down, so... Yeah, you're a proper fan. I'm a proper. I'm a real Villa fan. I'm yeah. not you. My dad's a bigger fan than you, <laughs> than your dad. What do you think about all that? The, the whole kind of that whole it's a competition real fan thing. Yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're all, we're all Villa, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, that's all I say. I was joking, by the way. I don't really think I'm a, a real fan. Just for so some people take there. it to heart, don't yeah, they? Yeah, some people do. Some people don't like that. Yeah, I don't know whether that can be very. I don't know whether you can have a sliding scale of fandom really it's I've got mates who are kind of obsessive kind of OCD villa who yeah. have been go home and away every single game even yeah. go home and away with the under 23s mm. and you know as much as I kind of think that's a badge of honour yeah I've never missed a I've never missed a villa game since you know since I was two years old mm. I, I wonder sometimes well, what have you missed you know you've probably missed your sister's wedding <laughs> you know your kids christening do you know what I mean I yeah. just think listen it's people's choices isn't it but I think some, some people can't afford to go every week yeah. or they've got kind of childcare issues exactly. so they can't can't go every week I don't you know I think there's enough there's enough things for, for us to, to moan mm. and you know mm. kind of complain about as, as football fans but yeah. I think you know I'm a bigger fan than you I don't get it it kicks, it kicks off with the ticket criteria, doesn't it? Yeah, that Sometimes. was what, Because it changed in it as well, the criteria. Yeah. It was first, I saw somebody say something like, the first criteria I had them was getting like a 40% chance of getting a ticket yeah. and then Villa changed it and I was like, I've got like a 5% chance now, but it, it's more fair yeah. the way it's worked out now yeah. than it was before. It's always hard, isn't it? Um, I don't know what the criteria was before. So. But it's one of them, isn't it? It's just, I think, I think if you're a season ticket holder, you're guaranteed a ticket if you want one. Yeah. we've got 35,000 allocation or something like that and there's mm. 30,000 season ticket yeah. holders but it's not going to go down to general sale is it I wouldn't have thought no I was um, reminiscing the, the other day about back in the day when you two were, were I don't know whether you even be born remind me when you were born again 95 95 December 90 oh, well. right, so you were you were kicking around a little bit but <laughs> 94 for the uh, was he playing <laughs> were you playing up front <laughs> <laughs> for the Man United Cup final we, you could um either keep ticket stubs or season ticket you'd have your season ticket yeah. book or you could collect tokens from the back of your programme which is a ridiculous situation now to think that you might not have even attended a game you might just be a programme collector <laughs> that yeah. had just gone and, and got them and uh, it, it's surreal so I'd, I'd got a season ticket back then so I was more of a fan than, than most yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh my dad was like a, a Fairweather fan. In fact, my dad's a Wolves fan, but we'll go into that another time. Oh, I'm just going into that now. I've managed to uh, get tickets, vouchers for him to go, just so, uh, you know, what myself, I've, I've petered out. <laughs> it was ridiculous because I kind of liked keeping my, I've got like little kind of binders and stuff. I like keeping my programmes and things, so I'd rather my dad didn't go and have me programmed <laughs> intact without these little oh, bits yeah. you know, cut, out the, cut out the side yeah. of it. But. What a strange time that you could get into a, a cup final from ticket uh, programme stubs. Mad, isn't it? Imagine weird. doing it now. The programme yeah. sales would be through the roof. Right? Well, that's that's probably, probably that's their way of kind of <laughs> yeah. reinventing, you know, I, I don't know how many programmes they sell now, but they don't sell more than kind of five or 10,000 per mm. 35,000 crowd or whatever. No idea. Um, but yeah, crazy situation. Yeah. So obviously people asked us last week about what we're going to get up to when Villa don't play. 
What did you get up to, first of all? I don't think I even got up. Anyone wanted to know what did I get up <laughs> yeah, to? Yeah, I didn't do anything on Sunday. I was just lying did down do all day. Saturday? I watched two films on Sunday. Hmm. I went to the um, I went to the Badger's set. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's a Beefeater just up the road. Yeah. So it was all right. Nice there. Not yeah, I've not, not been there. I've not been there before, <laughs> yeah, I don't good. think. What did you have? So, um, <laughs> I'm in the Badger's set. It's, it's good, that. actually. It's nice. I had steak and kidney pie. The one or, by Clint? Or beef. And and Clint. I think it was like beef and Doombar pie or something like that. Nice. But um, <laughs> I think we... That served it with mash, didn't they? And I didn't want mash, so I asked for chips. <laughs> Can I say? I'm a horrible person. <laughs> nice. Uh, brilliant segue on to you, by the way, because I saw a picture of you over the weekend working in McDonald's. Was that what you oh, were doing on Saturday? Yeah, work stitching me up. A, a Saturday McDonald's job, feature. was it? No, no, no. Explain the story. Why? We'll put a picture on screen. What are you doing working at McDonald's, Ash? Is this Back a side in, project? No, it's just a feature when I was on the news desk. Um, that's what we used to get up to, just faff around. <laughs> Do a little mini shift in McDonald's and come back and write about it. So, yeah, and then nice. the worker stitched me up, putting a McDonald's story out, and they put it on every social media page going, thinking I, I work at McDonald's now. I've had loads of people saying, you work at McDonald's now. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I know Villa aren't playing this week, but no. Nah. <laughs> so, real stitch up that was. Explain to people that probably don't know, because I didn't really know, I did know, but I didn't really, mm. that you were on news before reporting on Villa. I was, yeah, news for how's four that, years. How has that happened? How did it happen? Yeah, what's the story there? The story. It's yeah. proper journalism. That's, that's the route that people that, should go. Yeah. Is it really? Gives I you a sense of perspective, doesn't it? Yeah, let's hear about it. So, because I wanted to ask you whether you were working at the last time Villa played at Wembley. I was, yeah. So that was May. It was May. For the player final just gone. And I started the Villa role in June. So, okay. yeah, Matt, Matt tapped me up uh, from news. Um, Are we allowed to say that? And then, <laughs> and then yeah, so... I was enjoying myself at Villa, but previously at News, yeah, we covered, it was different David, huh? That's yeah. the That was the beauty of it, really. You come in, don't know what's happened, what happened last night. You go to crime scenes, you go to little working McDonald's, if you want to. <laughs> buy buy, yeah. buy machetes and different weapons. Exactly, yeah. Remember so, that story from my first day. All going on, but um, yeah, enjoyed it as well. Do you know oh, my first ever day on work experience at the Hal's Own News, back when I was wow, th- News. 13 or 14, mm. I thought that, I thought that, that journalism <clears throat> was going to be like this every single day. Mm. Followed the, there's been the, it was like a bit like now, to be honest, like, well, not like right this minute, but there's a storm, there's a storm of brewing. <laughs> and, um, there was a fella up in some flats near, um, near Rowley Regis and a big pane of glass had blown out of his, um, his greenhouse. I don't know why, I mean, this is great reporting because I'm not sure, well, I think we were there yeah. just as soon as the emergency services, basically. Well, this bloke, pretty gruesome story, to be honest. I don't know why I'm telling it, but <laughs> this bloke had gone to move this pane of glass, this old fella. Yeah. Another gust of wind had blown him and he'd landed on this, on this glass. So it's killed him. And I'm there oh within kind oh of 10 God. minutes of yeah. it happening. Yeah. Like scenes of crime stuff there. They're all taking photos. I'm thinking, blimey. Oh, this, yeah. Did you say you're 13 or 14? Thing. You say you're 13 yeah, or 14? Yeah, yeah. Why are you there? Because <laughs> I'm on work experience with the reporter. <laughs> Sorry, did I miss that bit? Of- <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did, but surely you'd have gone, we'll leave you at home for this one. A dead I, don't, man I didn't here. think they thought it was going to be as graphic as yeah, it was. It was a wow. cat up a tree Because you know, be, well, yeah, well, that was that was my kind of news background. <laughs> yeah. Cats up trees and council meetings and <laughs> church fights and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. I was really at the cutting edge of it all. <laughs> oh, God. So you've never seen... It actually gives you a real sense of perspective, to be honest. So yeah. when... I upset a football manager or a centre forward because he's missed a sitter and mm. you give him a two out of ten or whatever <laughs> and they kind of get the hump. It gives you a sense of perspective if you've yeah. been a news reporter and you've gone and done... Do you know what death knocks are? No. Oh, yeah, well, we can tell someone that somebody's died. Yeah, you go... Well, you don't... You, we don't tell them we have to <laughs> go there. 
That's what the police do. Yeah, the police, <laughs> we're not there that fast. No. Death knocks are when you have to go and try and get an interview out of somebody who's of lost a, a spouse or a relative or something like that. So, yep. Have you done that? Yeah. So oh you've God. done that Terrible. kind of thing. You've been in, like I say, you've been in court cases, in murder trials, you've been at um, inquests, all these type of things. I think it gives you a really good grounding. So I'm not saying that football and sport's not serious. Of course it is. We love it. That's why we devote mm. kind of every waking hour to it. But, it's perspective in it. Mm. That manager's got the hump because you wrote something nasty about him. Oh well, <laughs> deal with it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'm glad you managed to swing that story back around to be football related because I was worried we were getting very, very off topic. Then, on the subject of that, you just said that you've not worked on sport when Villa have been to Wembley before. Mm. Have you? Have you worked in yeah. Wembley press? Yeah, we've saying this. Villa have been to Wembley, haven't they? In the last, well, yeah, this is the seventh time. Yeah, this is the seventh time in the last ten years, <laughs> yeah. and six of those times. No, sorry, five of those times I've been there as reporting on it. What's that like? It's weird, you know, because I went to two player finals, one when I was reporting on it and the other when I was there as a fan with my son. And I had the right way around. Yeah. The well, one we won when you were there as a fan. I was there, I was there as a fan last year when, when we won it. Nice. Um, what I would say about being there as a reporter when we, when we, we lost it, it kind of numbs the pain a little bit because you're so busy trying yeah. to do your job yeah. and just kind of cover it as best best you can that you probably don't really feel it until you get home you think oh god we're blowing that yeah. do you know mm-hmm. what I mean whereas being there when we won it the joy of being there with my lad I'm not sure I could have you know there's a kind of etiquette in press boxes where you're not supposed to you're not supposed yeah, to be yeah. as partisan as you feel yeah. and you have to kind of be reserved so do you know what I mean? I should probably, probably feel this when we when we go and win 7-0 um, <laughs> against Man City. Uh, you can celebrate all you want if it happens. Like yeah, it's, well. um, it's a weird situation. But I've got used to, to losing at Wembley yeah. so often that having that kind of safety net of reporting on it has been, been, been quite therapeutic in recent years. Mm. So those times that you've worked there have been all the ones since 2010, or is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So where was, when was the last time we cup final in 2000? Before then? Yeah. So yeah, so I've been to I've seen, you've talked so about I've been the ninety four, ninety six, and two thousand as a fan. And then two thousand and ten, the FA Cup semi final. So two thousand and ten, we lost to United. Yeah. Two thousand and ten, we lost to Chelsea in the FA Cup. Two thousand and fifteen, we beat Liverpool, then lost to Arsenal. Um, and yeah, then it was the the playoffs, wasn't it? So, mm-hmm. so you, what are you doing this year, by the way? Is it fan or work? I'll let you know whether I'm a big enough fan to get a ticket tomorrow. Man, to be honest, uh, I'm going as a fan, hopefully. Okay. But what I, will, what I would say, just so just so my colleagues don't think I'm swinging it, I went as a fan against um, Derby. In the yeah. playoffs, but I took my laptop, stuck it in my boot, <laughs> and wrote a you know rush back, ran nice. the gauntlet of, of Derby fans on the corner <laughs> in the pub on the corner. Went back and tapped away on me, uh, you know, nice. tapped away some wonderful pros. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice so the last time we went there and you were there as a fan we won and the same time this time in March you go as a fan we win again oh well, that's you know, the fate you didn't bother turning up yeah. have yeah. and also play West Ham and get to be done with it I've booked my uh, ticket last week as I've mentioned because I got it on straight away <laughs> I can't even joke about it it's not even funny uh, in the same block and the same section as we were for the 2019 player final and I'm going to wear the same shirt as well superstitious are you? yeah oh, no. well, I'm not really but I feel like with those kind of things, you kind of have to a little bit. We got any superstitions? For day normal, to day life? Normal. Nah, um, no? I know people that like don't walk under like signs and stuff. Mm. 
I don't like walking on the scaffolding because I feel like it might collapse. <laughs> Probably the way the weather's bringing us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a wise move. How about you? Football superstitions? Anything like that? No. To be, no. To I like work, work related. Is there anything like you need to kind of. I'm quite OCD. Set your stuff up OCD a little bit, yeah. I'll put my wallet there, my phone there. Be like, okay. A bit weird like that, but nothing too out of the ordinary now. I need to put my pants on before my trousers <laughs> in that order yeah. unless I'm feeling like a superhero now my superstition is two drains two drains three drains oh I've heard about this you wear this that? is weird yeah honestly even this morning I've done it and on my way to the bus stop from my, near my house mm. basically if you walk over three drains that's bad no. three drains in a row or three manhole covers in a row mm. that's bad I've heard different trust me it's bad <laughs> if you walk over two drains so you can't you can't walk over two of the three drains. You've only got to walk out of a block of two drains. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah, I get you. Now, on my on my route to the, the bus stop by me, it's a couple of these two two drains. Mm. These two that are set. Oh God, this is fascinating, isn't it? <laughs> that are set almost kind of almost grown over with grass. So when it's raining, I'm kind of delicately tiptoeing and I have to walk away from the pavement towards the road and people are thinking, what's this nut doing? <laughs> so I walk onto the grass, tiptoe yeah. on them, back across onto the path, keep going and then tiptoe back on again. That's it. It's kept me alive so far. So <laughs> And you think that's the reason that you're still alive today? I think it probably drinking. is, yeah. So I've heard that when there's a block of three, if you can walk on two, blocks of two, but if there's three, you can't do three. No, you can do three. You can't do two, is what I've heard. No, don't do it that way around, honestly. <laughs> Instant death if that yeah. happens. So is that a football, I mean, a football-related superstition would have been better on a football ever, podcast? Is there really anything you do on a match day? A football superstition? No, I used to, when I used to live at home, so I'm talking, okay, 20 years ago now, I used to always ask my mum for a prediction. And she always say, she's like, oh God, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> She'd yeah. say, I don't know, two, one. Three one classic prediction two or one two nil. She'd always predict a win, and we'd always win. But that was more to do with the fact that we were good back then, <laughs> rather than the fact that it was a superstition or, or mystic mom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I know someone who used to, you know, the bridge by Whitton Lane. Yeah, someone um, I, I know when they walk towards the stadium, they walk under there and they don't speak. So if they're with family and stuff, everyone goes in silence for whilst they walk under that bridge. They've always done it. As a superstition on a match day. What what happens when you get battered? Like six one by Man City. You... Well, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, like you have like a lucky shirt or a lucky pair of socks, whatever. Yeah. So, like, well, the t- one time that you lose is at the end of the streak. Like, yeah. like you've got these streaks. Of, oh, we've won, we've won one game. The clothes are all. They must be looking. And the yeah. next time you lose, oh no, it wasn't. Mm. Full storm. I've never had like a lucky hat or yeah, anything like that. I used to have. I used to wear that scarf all the time, and then I swapped it for a different one. It's got a stain on it, you think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at it. It's been in the store cupboard since we used it on whatever episode it was when I wore it. And there's a dirty stain oh, on it. Don't leave it, mate. You don't know what goes on in that store cupboard. <laughs> Somebody's trod on it or something, or worse. Hey, on a similar similar rambling theme, yes. have you got one kind of Aston Villa possession that you prize above anything else? Oh, that's a good question. I wish you'd have asked me so I could prepare a proper answer. Um... I always have to, if I go down the match, I've got a little badge, a little villain badge I have. 
I like to wear that on my coat yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. I always, always dig it out, make what, sure I dig it out. What is it? Like, is it a, just like the crest? Or is no, it the villain? No, the little villain. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiny yeah. little villain. I mean, the smaller the badge, the better the look. <laughs> oh, I don't know what. <laughs> so I've got a small villain, I've always put on my coat or something. You've got one on now, but it's so it's small. Right, you like that, <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you know how big it is, it's how you use it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I've always dig, dig out that badge anyway. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I've got nothing that profound. I've got what I wanted to do that I've not done yet because I didn't buy <laughs> so yeah great story this is this is what I wanted to do this is what you could have won uh, I didn't buy last year's shirt the Luke Roper one at the time because I don't really buy shirts every year just because expensive mm-hmm. and I'm tight <laughs> so I didn't buy it and then as Can we I just, just intercept him a minute the other night he texted me about something I said oh what are you up to he said oh, I'm just debobbling my jumper with a razor blade <laughs> so he's got a five pound jump. this is to prove how tight he's got a five pound jump from Primark or something that rather than buying a new jumper he's kind of debobbling oh with a God. razor blade anyway sorry you say on. that but that was because I didn't have a chance to go and buy anything so I was like oh I could do wearing this tomorrow to wherever I was going to work or whatever I was like oh I quite fancy that because just want, I want to wear it because everything else is in the wash or something and I was like oh it's really bobbler why had you gone up memory to buy a shaver for it no come off it come off it right. too much time when you're under your bobbling jumpers <laughs> took ages as well <laughs> it really wasn't worth it no one noticed anyway uh, yeah so I didn't buy last year's shirt but I wanted to I've got a bobble to. at the bobbling <laughs> stop <laughs> stop derailing this podcast so I didn't buy it but then when we got some glory last year and actually did well I was like oh I quite like to buy the shirt now it's like a memory of last year they're on eBay for like a hundred quid. Nice shirt, it's like, isn't it? It's a really nice shirt, but I was like, I wish I bought it at the time now for sixty or whatever it was. But I wanted to get it framed with my Wembley tickets and the nice. a Jack Grealish and Dean Smith uh, photograph of them yeah. holding the trophy together. So I want to get that done and have it framed up on the wall. Why don't you buy this year's shirt now and get it framed with your <laughs> cup final ticket? Because we won't win, will we? So why would I want oh, to? Remember? That's song. That's song. Villa that green kit, ninety four. Yeah. They won the League Cup, so I don't think they're going to wear the green kit. I know they didn't wear it in the final last time, but last time they had a green kit, they won the Cup. <laughs> yeah. I'm clinging on to that as well. I bought the green kit the other, the other month. Oh, did you? Went down, went down to 30 quid. No, I thought, what do you think of that shirt? I think we might have talked about this before. Do you like well, it? grew on me. I didn't it. like it to start with, but no, I like, I it's like different. It, it's a big Marvel Comics for me. Yeah. yeah. And it's Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan. Um, you, did you get a picture of me in my green kit to put up? From yeah. Wembley 94. That's I'll it. Send it, man. Oh, I ain't got the in. green one. I've Have I got the green one? Yeah. Oh, I've got the green one. Yeah. Send it, man. I'll put it in. 22 minutes. That's it. Yeah. You'll have to do it today, though. I will. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah so well. I've not got anything, really. I've got, oh, a, I've got a scarf. When I said I swapped the scarf, my dad gave me one from the 96 final that says League Cup winners. But I don't know where that is either. <laughs> it's at home somewhere, but I wear that to every game. I've got three items which I think and I hope are in my mum and dad's la- loft <clears> back <throat> at home. I used to have this little cuddly teddy bear but he's an elephant called Aston the Elephant who's claret blue I used to love him mm. probably stinks because I never used to leave him <laughs> oh, I think I had him it might be an imaginary friend <laughs> <laughs> he's a cuddly elephant called Aston the Elephant I used to was have that an official villa I don't think so just, I, think just he, he might, I think they might have sold it in the villa shop but I think I, I named it yeah, you yeah. know <laughs> quite inspired like so that, is right? it claret and blue or is it just a yeah, normal yeah no, it's okay. claret and blue okay, yeah. so it is oh, official then it's not yeah. just grey elephant <laughs> No, it is official. Yeah. Painted it. Um, <laughs> I got this really nice holdall that was. Oh god! It got the villa villains on. I'll see if I can dig out a photo of it. I've not been able to find it what, since, either in the loft or on sale on eBay. It's beautiful. It's like kind of come back round. You probably look at it and probably think it's horrible. I like retro it's kind stuff. Of come back round in a kind of retro way. Mm. Staying your age there, that I'm the other, yeah, that's it. When you when you clothes come back in fashion, God, it ain't a bit of wild for any more coming back in fashion. Um, and the third thing is 
my first ever match covering Aston Villa oh, nice. was a 0-0 draw against Leeds United under the Graham, in the Graham Taylor Graham Taylor Part 2 so what we're talking 2002-ish yeah. something yeah. like that yeah. and I was working at Express and Star then as a, as a news reporter you know cats stuck up trees death knocks yeah. all the glory <laughs> so to brighten, brighten that up I went and watched Villa draw 0-0 with Leeds <laughs> but I did the report and I managed to get it from the printing press, the actual plate that they oh, printed, nice. printed the paper on. I've got it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly taking pride of place, oh, but yeah. I've got it somewhere. But that was kind of a moment because, you know, since I was 11 or 12, I wanted to get paid for watching Aston Villa. Yeah. Uh, I did. I mean, now I wish I'd have set my sights higher. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd have been an entrepreneur and earned billions of pounds. But still, you know, you can, only, you can only achieve what you can achieve. It's, but yeah, so yeah, those... it's funny you've said that because that's jogged a memory. I, I've got press passes and stuff from when I was freelance for Villa yeah. that I've kept. So it's like the Villa lanyard with Villa versus whoever. I suppose I've those lanyards but back, you're mate, back yeah, on you, yeah, but yeah, I was like, you're going to get a knock on the door tonight. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, it's my first time working about Villa, so I'm keeping it. I'll keep all my. If I'm not going to there very often anymore, but I keep all my press passes, yeah, and yeah. team sheets, yeah, programs. Yeah, if I, if I, keep if programs get just in case that he makes in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I can, if I, if I, there'll be t- there's times where I've worked for us now where you get like, the proper laminated pass and everything, yeah. and they come around and go, oh, passes back in. Whereas there's one that the first game I did, I think it was a Nottingham Forest game. To get a tracky top or a coat with a yeah, zip, yeah, big, big hoodie, just yeah. put it in. Yeah. I'm hoping they don't come around and say passes back. And if they haven't, I've kept them. The the, the, the old lanyard place, mate, they're horrible. They are. They're very strict. <laughs> I said to the one the other week. I don't know. What, I can't remember where it was now. I was like, oh yeah, just finishing up. I'll be back down in a minute. And then when I came down. He was like waiting for me. He's like, pass please. And I was like, oh, I thought I was going to get away with that. Keep yours. I've nicked this from the boxing before. I went to Tyson Fury fight <laughs> about four years ago now, so I kept that. Nice. But uh, I've got my I've got a little keep keep them on my door handle, like yeah, yeah, in my shoe cupboard, yeah, <laughs> all hanging up there. Yeah, I've got like a little uh, plastic wallet of all of them from meetings and I've memories, got, press passes and stuff. I've got like about. I think I've got an old ticket as well from not a first game, but like a paper ticket from a cup, uh, like the Blackburn semi cup yeah. final. It might have been. I got like five hundred copies of the Shropshire Starlight when I used to work there. Yeah, really. Yeah, I need to. I need to get a skip. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking actually the other day in the loft for match programs from '96 and '94. Uh, I'm texting you both about it. I haven't managed to find it yet. We've got three massive plastic boxes of programs that my dad collected. And, uh, is your loft boarded? <laughs> yeah. Is it? What a boring question. What? Yours? <laughs> you mean like on the floor, yeah. so you don't have to? Yeah, 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 yeah. We did it not long ago. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so we've got these massive tubs up there full of programmes from like early 90s to uh, when programmes started to go out of fashion a bit early 2000s, mid 2000s. So th- he said the 94 and 96 Cup final are both in there somewhere. So I've got to get ladders and go dig Do you it. think they really are? No, they definitely are. They think it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're definitely up there. And when I find them, I'm going to bring them in and we'll look, look through them, read the programme notes and stuff from 96. In my loft, I've got a, a big box of bobbly jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I text you things about my personal life? <laughs> oh, dear. It's more exciting, boy. That's the problem. <laughs> wow. Let's talk about this as we're talking about memories and stuff. Oh, yes. Show us what's in your envelope so this is my <laughs> uncle this martin should be like um, thingy do you remember when brendan rogers put that did that in the do- liverpool documentary and he got this envelope saying one of you one of you is going to let me down i've got the name of one of you is going to let me down <laughs> in this envelope yeah i don't people reckoned it was raheem sterling but i don't know whether it was ever revealed 
I reckon you should have one of our names in there. <laughs> Which one of us is going to let you down? <laughs> anyway, you put a photo on this, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll so my uncle Martin and Auntie Pam, they got married, Birmingham Register Office, 1st of March, 1975. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so this... That. The day... Um, 35 years, is it? 45 years? 45. Great maths. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So that was the cup final with um, Villa beat Norwich 1-0. Ray Graydon, 81st minute, scored. Martin got married... Martin, my dad's brother, and he had tickets to the final, and he couldn't go because he come on his wedding day, and um, City preparation. he's photographed. He was in the Mercury actually. <laughs> he did a big story in the Mercury. That's the photo with the Mercury. So his villa scarf there. Nice. So yeah, he weren't, weren't too happy. He had t- two tickets in his hand. He got fo- photographed with them, but he obviously got married instead. So um, and this year, the the, the League Cup final falls again on his anniversary on the forty fifth year. Nice, exactly the same date as well so yeah I noticed that before. shame you playing Norwich to be fair that'd be <laughs> yeah. a bit easier wouldn't it I wish we were yeah my initial thought as soon as you passed it to me when you showed it me earlier was oh my god it looks just like you you reckon yeah they're both living in Portugal now they're both retired oh, really? yeah, he, had, nice. he had a bar called the Buccaneer Bar in the um, not Albufeira the Algarve oh in Portugal yeah oh nice Villamora nice uh, sold that up and now they're living over Portugal now what a lovely, um, lovely life. You ever had long hair, Ash? I was going to no. say, if you had long hair, that looks just like you, I think. You reckon? Yeah, you got the face and a bit of bit My of dad's a big hair. bro, that is. Did your dad look the same? Uh, not really. Um, when Martin was in Portugal, he grew his hair quite long. Really? Like a pirate, yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. Who's that fellow in the background? Looks a bit shady. On the left. On, on the left? I'm not sure. The one in the glasses. See the one in the glasses? Yeah. That's my uh, great-granddad, that is. Wow. In 1975, is that you say? Yeah. Wow. Tell us a story about you. My dad. <laughs> Your dad. So, yeah, not, um, December 6th, no, December 7th, 1997. Uh, so, mum and dad got married. I'm in, I'm in my uh, three-piece suit, <laughs> little page boy. And uh, it was on Birmingham Registry Office. What's that statue, statue is it? Yeah, the, it was like Watts or something, wasn't yeah, it? It was kind of historical... From- Birmingham statue. The OCC yeah. isn't it, over yeah. there that, that way. So they got married in the morning, champagne breakfast at the Holiday Inn. Nice. What not? Yeah. Photos, quick, quick. Got got married, got hitched, and then about twelve o'clock, one o'clock. About got, everyone got all the lads got taxis down to Villa Park. It was Villa Coventry. <laughs> so but yeah, my dad, me, all in our wedding suits in the old end, <laughs> literally. That. And then uh, my mum allowed it for some reason. Imagine that happening now. Know, imagine, yeah. Could you? He misses it. Yeah, go down the villa then. And we went to the Aston, Aston Social after. Dad got rat's arse and whatever. And then <laughs> went home, yeah. Got married. I think Villa won. Collymore, Hendry and Jochim. 3 0. Nice. Worth it then. Yeah, so <laughs> that's it. Uh, not, not to ask a personal question, but you, mum and dad, still together? Of course they are, yeah. Love that. Yeah. So it's all, all happy then. What a nice little story. Have you got any wedding related villa stories? No. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you have really. This is, you I think of any. My wedding, we had a, a, a villa theme. Did the you? only concession that my wife would make was the <clears throat> table names. Oh, yeah. So uh. obviously the main kind of head table was McGrath, and we had like Platt, McNally, and all my kind of favourite. Favourite players down the years, to be honest, but nice. my wife wasn't going to let us have any kind of clout and blue theme and all that, all that kind of nonsense. No. Um, let so. you get down the villa. No, <laughs> I think we got married at the end of the season. Right? I'm, I'm not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad is always like that with like booking holidays and stuff. So like, oh, I can't go away in April, whatever, because it might be the cup final. Yeah. <laughs> so never was, never happens. So yeah, no wedding stories for me just yet. Maybe 
few years if we're still doing the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, mate. I don't know whether we're going to we're going to do the podcast long enough to find you find oh. your wife. Oh, that's rude. Um, okay, here's a little plug before we go on to our questions from the project that we did last week with Rob Bishop. Oh, from, yeah. Some uh, little videos that people are going to see on the website and on the YouTube channel and, and podcast feed at some point. Uh, you don't really know much How about this, do you? Really lovely. What a lovely bloke. I've met him a few I'm times. I'm glad you've but... said this, by the way, because it means you're actually going to crack on and get around to doing them now. I, th- oh, I thought, they might, thought they might just lie untouched if you didn't <laughs> didn't make it public. No, I'm, so. I'm doing it in the next couple of days. It's in good form, is it? Yeah, as great. Really, really lovely. Loads of good stories. Some nice coffee and biscuits as well made for us. There was. So, yeah, yeah, really nice. Was. Um, the one that I'm going to plug now, because we don't give all, all the content away just yet, is the quiz question, the famous one, but I need you to tell it because I can't remember the wording of it, about our friend Eva. I'll give you the answer there, but <laughs> it doesn't matter because no one knows the answer. You know the quiz question. Yeah, but what are you asking me to do? I want you to ask, ask, ask the question. You've just told the answer? Yeah, but he doesn't know. Eva. <laughs> so he doesn't know the story, and then we can tell the story, and then we can get, get a bit of bish on the podcast. Actually, you'll start for 10. <laughs> Specialist subject is Clown Blue nonsense. Um, I should call the podcast which Aston, Which Here we go. Which Aston Villa player has scored for Aston Villa despite never playing a competitive game for Aston Villa? Which Aston Villa player scored for Villa but that's going to, without, without, without playing for, playing for them? So it's obviously Evans, no? No. No. So it's a good question. One I didn't know anything about. Did Justin Villa play? scored for Villa without actually playing for him. See, I told you you wouldn't know the name. No one knows who this guy is, mate. Evo Stas is the answer. Oh, is he? Have you ever heard of that name before? No. Same. And the story is, which Bish will tell more eloquently than me. I might put a clip in of Bish here, by the way. The story is that he played for Bani Kostrava against Villa yeah. in the European Cup. So in the European Cup, in the UEFA Cup. That's Milan Barish's old team. Back in 1990... Late 80s, late yeah. 80s, early 90s. <laughs> and despite, during that game for Manny Kostrava, he scored an own goal. So therefore, he scored for Aston Villa. Yeah. Villa signed him on the back of him playing well. I mean, although he scored an own goal, goal. He, he played well against them in the, in the two legs. Yeah. Um, but he got injured as soon as he signed for Villa. So he never actually that played it, never played a competitive game. So there you go. Good quiz question. One of Rob Bishop Classic. Because yeah, he did a that. quiz, didn't he, at, at Villa. So he's fountain of knowledge for all things Villa. Got all his books out and stuff for us yeah. when we arrived. And yeah, got some good stuff out of him, didn't we? Yeah. Brilliant. Good stuff for the League Cup final. Some stories about him working during press days for 96, I think it was. Yeah. So yeah, lots to, lots to come from Bishop. And I'll eventually get around to do the editing. Bit of pressure from you there. Um, <laughs> we had some generic questions on Twitter, sort of like favourite game and stuff like that. And I sent you both the list of questions yesterday, and neither of you have done any preparation. So we're about to wing the following segment. Of the I was watching Call the Midwife, I think, when you sent oh, them Call through. the Midwife. Yeah. Awful. That's poor for me, that is. What's wrong with Call the Midwife? Nothing. Should we move on? Yeah. Okay. So this thing's like favourite player and first game and stuff like that so it involves a little bit of thinking so I'm hoping that you're just going to be quick on the spot because I was like I don't remember anything here my my memory's poor so first one I wrote down favourite player to play for Villa that wasn't considered a proper kind of fan favourite so a Grealish or a Benteke don't count so it's like a player that went under the radar that you you kind of appreciated 
Okay. Um, Barry, would you say Barry was a fan favourite? Yeah. I would. <laughs> Wouldn't tell me that. that fan favourite then. I like Hugo, I did. Okay. Hugo was solid. Before my time. Centre half. Man, mountains of a bloke. I looks like, like him. Yeah. Nothing much got past him. Um, other, any others? It's quite hard not being fan favourites, isn't it? No, no. Because so it's hard to remember, isn't it? Yeah, if they weren't fan favourites, why did you like them? It's such a small pool. Now our answers will vary a little bit from uh, different ages as well. Mine's Barry Bannon. Okay. Um, More modern. I think it was. Go for. He's a great footballer, first of all. <clears throat> I think he kind of arrived on the scene at a difficult time when, mm. you know, I think it's hard for, for academy players, probably like it is now as well. When Villa are in the Premier League, not only have you got to be a good player, you've got to be Premier League ready, you've mm. got to be you know, physically capable straight away. But I think, and Baz was a brilliant player, you know, you could call little, little wee, wee, wee Barry Bannon was a brilliant player. But I kind of, I was around the training ground a little bit more then as well and he was just a cracking, <laughs> cracking little bloke as well. Yeah. And uh, he had what I, what was probably one of the first incarnations of an iPad. I've never really seen one of these before. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm from Rowley Regis. <laughs> I and, uh, how's own. Across the border, didn't I? Oh, okay. Well, we'll go into that another day. Yeah. But um, Stay tuned next week. So he's got, this, he's got this iPad and he was sitting in the reception area at Bodymore and I've been to a press conference or something and I went and had a chat with him because he's like this little dinky little fella. I said, oh, what you got there, Baz? Mum and Dad brought you an Etch-a-Sketch. <laughs> and he was like, he, he was, he's bad to us normally better than mine, to be fair. But he was just... Um, <laughs> I don't know if should be sharing this story. I remember the day... <laughs> Or the he he might have made his debut, or a couple of the kids made their debut. It was O'Neill had left, and we played West Ham on the opening day of the season. Yeah, uh, yeah. and Kevin McDonald was in charge. Is that the one Milner scored in. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, just before was it Milner's last game? Yeah, or? I think so. Um, anyway, we were out. I don't know how it happened, but we were out and um, at meet you. I think <clears throat> on the uh, wow. on the Saturday. Yeah, oh, I, was a, I was a younger <laughs> man, and. Um, and like we bumped into some of the Villa players there. <laughs> Bannon was in there. And I think he'd made, I think he'd made his Premier League debut and probably played about ninety seconds or something. And he thought that was a good enough idea to buy a massive round of champagne <laughs> for about thirty people, like kind of the players, kind of hangers on like me. And I thought, yeah, whenever the question comes up, who is a player who's <laughs> not a club legend? <laughs> Barry Bannon. Barry Bannon, yeah. Are you sure that the iPad story wasn't just an iPhone? Because he, he was a small man, it was just <laughs> a normal don't phone. Don't <laughs> big compared to him. Uh, I wrote down Matt Loughton. You were only drinking shots of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Matt Loughton is a player that I liked, but that didn't, wasn't necessarily like a, a big name. Yeah. And I've, called, I've tried to keep my answers more modern because my memory's so poor. And Harrahan is a player that's got his little fan base, but a lot of people wouldn't kind of go, yeah, he's the big name, whereas I've always, always liked him. Mm. Yeah, is it right? Is it right? <laughs> yeah, it's not right. Not bad. Uh, first player you had on the back of your shirt. Oh, Did they have shirt numbers and names <laughs> in your day? <laughs> Do people have names in my day. No, they just used, just just have noises. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Noises and poor prints, Mike. In my day, <laughs> was shirt printing a thing? Because it was. As a kid. No, what do you it, think I am? Well, I don't know. Forty something. <laughs> Yeah, we get <laughs> we get a pebble and some paint, and we do it like that. Have <laughs> you got a serious answer? Can you remember? My God, I'm oh mine. Actually, the words God. Did you actually? Yeah, oh, that's nice. Yeah, and number five as well. Yeah. Okay. Not because it was a McGrath, just <laughs> religion. No, I had God on it. Oh, nice. 
That's an interesting answer. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you got I can't remember. Maybe used to have, have no, no, I, I had uh, I was it, I went to uni in Sunderland three years up there and Ben okay. just signed from Sunderland. And I got I thought it was a good idea to so bent in the back of the villa stuff. And walk around Sunderland. Basically, yeah. Yeah, it's going like this all the time. Literally. And there was there they're still fuming now about in Logan. <laughs> and uh, I went to the match before I don't know how we got home, it might have last. Bent had a good chance to equalise. I was walking back. I got I got literally pouters at me. I was I, was, I don't know what I, was, I don't know what, what I was thinking. All the sun, I was walking with the Sunderland fans and there's all like throwing stuff at me. I was like, quickly got to get back, back into town quick. So I bought it. Wow. I had a bent number nine top. Nice. When he signed. But, but so you didn't have names on the back of the show as a kid. Previously, nah. Yeah, I might have had a York one, but I can't remember. We used to have me and my mate used to have our own name. Yeah, I remember having. Back. I remember having so Dan, Dan at one So he'd have Ant on there. Yeah. And my nickname used to be Ken for Kendrick. So oh, yeah. have these <laughs> random names. And <laughs> Ken, Anton, Ken, <laughs> Ken. <laughs> what number? Number nine. Oh, so I was, you always go for number probably, nine, don't you? When no, you go for your own name. Probably fancy myself to number eight. <laughs> Back then, to be honest, even though I was probably playing as a left back for Netherton Colts <laughs> under 16s or something, I remember having Gabby at one point, or I was on the hall, and it being it was, it was, a, it was a pound a letter, wasn't it? I think <sighs> number 11. I don't know what year that had been 2006 or 7, I guess it was the 32 red yeah. kit. I think you need to have big shoulders to carry that off, too. <laughs> yeah, I remember as a kid as well. I'm pretty sure it like went all the way around the shirt, like all the way over to the other side of your, uh, your back. So, yeah, not a massive fan of shirt printing there. Like I like it, but if I bought a shirt now, I'd just keep playing. Yeah, same. same. It's the extra costs, and it's the patches <laughs> and all this kind of thing. I like, no, I like the look of it, but... things, He's thinking, nah, come on, you, you know, do you really need, do you really need Abraham on there? You know, he's only on loan. He's only on loan. Why don't you have him? Oh, yeah, you can't. He's got a short name. He's got a short name. <laughs> it's different now, isn't it? You don't have to pay per letter, I don't think. Don't you? No, I don't think so. I think it's just a generic kind of one-off price whatever you have so it makes sense to get the longer name to get your money oh, well, in that case I'm pretty sure yeah. middle names and everything on there yeah I'm pretty sure it's just like a flat fee now I've changed oh. it um, <clears throat> best limbs you've ever witnessed now, this is a difficult one for me because obviously I don't go to many away games and it's different at a home game we've talked re- again my only recent memory is the only thing that works the Watford and the Leicester games <laughs> last week were obviously great for the stadium as a whole um, I remember the story that you told before Christmas not on the podcast about the Loughton goal Stoke yeah. Do you want to retell that story for the? Because I don't think that video ever went out. Oh, just, well, well, <laughs> I don't probably think. Canuck, that one. Yeah, yeah. About the, being uh, late with the coach. Just stoke away, and I've had to stop off in Canuck, didn't we? Yeah. Explain. I got back on the coach. But I, it should have been about half one, two o'clock. Hour till kick off, <clears throat> and then the coach driver attempted like a four point turn. Is it the biggest boulder you could <laughs> see? Smash into a boulder, <laughs> pop the tire, and it's basically a free for all then to get to get to Stoke from Canuck. So everyone's ordering taxis. People are giving blokes lift in the front garden, give him a chuck with his, with his I don't know what he was carrying in, a sofa. So he'd, he'd drop them then for nothing, whatever. It's just a free fall to get to Stoke quick. Sounds like a story from like the 1970s about like the little community. All people like, yeah, other. well, I'll give you a chuck with that, that settee, get us in the car, go to Stoke. <laughs> that was that one. But that was, yeah, it was a great, great away though. Got there about two minutes before kickoff as well. Wow. But, uh, that was pretty touch and go. Um, away games, trying to think. The, the, the um, the wild ones were usually comebacks and late wins, aren't they? Yeah. I'm trying to think, think of one. Trying to think, oh, I wasn't there, but the one. Most of the games I've been to, we've been kind all the time. <laughs> yeah. The Everton away that we talked about. With if you were there for that, that would have been, been, been great. The one that rings a bell with me, and it's, I don't know, like I said, I don't, I don't think, I don't want people to check the videos of this in case it's completely, you know, fantasy in my head. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
and it might not have been limbs it might have been like um, a very polite kind of ripple of applause <laughs> like on a village cricket green but it was um, on the whole end back when the whole end was this kind of heaving mass of people <clears throat> uh, and Dean Saunders has scored this absolute belting volley against Ipswich yeah. and because the ball was in the air for so long I can I can recall is that the one from just, like the side of the penalty area yeah it's kind yeah. of on the Trinity Road side yeah, yeah, towards yeah. the whole end and uh ball's gone up in the air and I can just feel the whole end just moving kind of as one kind of 20 yards in front uh, the good thing about it back then was although it was kind of I don't know whether limbs had been coined as a phrase although it was kind of fairly kind of you know euphoric scenes oh there's the bell although it was euphoric scenes everybody looked after each other there was kind of an etiquette yeah. that whereas because I was one of the younger guys probably got these kind of big six foot lumps who were throwing throwing <laughs> themselves all over the place but they'd still make sure that You're right. you'd survive okay. with just minor minor cigarette burns rather <laughs> yeah. than any, any serious injury so it was then it was yeah. kind of like I say it probably wasn't limbs it was more I don't know, tidal wave <laughs> yeah. sort of thought. But. I suppose it's different if it was all standing as well, that everyone kind of just flows together rather yeah. than just jumping up and yeah, yeah falling down stairs and stuff. Move. You'd, move, you'd find yourself, like I say, yards away from where you originally started. Yeah. Interesting, different times. There's been limbs at Villa Park this year, haven't there? Yeah, yeah, Watford, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. Do you know what I mean? Can I do an action storm out because I've got to go? Ah, yeah, quick. ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> 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 leaving all you, see you <laughs> <laughs> If people are still tuning in for the rest of this podcast, what is going on? Oh dear, so just for context, Matt has got a very busy work call. Right. So we're going to do the restaurant. We're almost at the end, to be fair. We've only got like three questions left. I'm going to face you now. <laughs> first goal you saw at Villa Park. That's so hard, isn't it? So it's with first game is more more of a thing, I'd say. I well, but even first goal. game, I think my Uncle Martin then, I think he took me down. I think it was Man City at home, but I'm, I'll be guessing. I'd have been about four. Really? And I think, all all uh, I remember uh, about uh, that game is we sat. Well, no, no, where the away fans are sat now. Yeah, yeah. In the Doug Ellis. And um, there the, used to be box, there's boxes just above the lower section of the away fans now. Yeah. And the, the sun was shining on them boxes. And I, I couldn't see because of the sun. I couldn't see the pitch, basically. That's all I remember. I went down the villa. I couldn't see because the sun was in my eyes. <laughs> Great story of a first So I know. But I can't remember, really. I'm surprised that you got... It's different, isn't it? Because people get into uh, uh, different ages, don't they? So of course I, they do, yeah. I didn't start going properly until I was like nine or ten. Yeah. I didn't so, go as a kid. Because I always remember not being massively into football when I was a little kid. And my dad going off with my granddad, who I go with now. Yeah. And thinking like, oh, what do you want to go and sit outside in the cold afternoon? Mm. Villa always lose, like yeah, what, yeah, yeah. you know, early two thousand sort of O'Leary years. It's like, what, what's the appeal of that? Mm. Um, so I remember going my first first game. I don't know who it was against, what the score was. I remember it being a, a lower league cup game, yeah, a night game, or at least being winter and being pitch black, mm. freezing cold, and thinking. Part of me thinking, mm, this isn't the best thing ever. I think mm. it was nil nil. Um, but also having that slight appeal of like well there is something special about it still though even though the game was rubbish and it was freezing cold there's yep. still something special about being yep. at Villa Park um, my first proper game that I can remember half remember that I've looked up since this morning was against Reading in 06 07 so fairly late yeah. so I went to the odd game here and there and then was like yeah season ticket like straight away so it wasn't like a couple of games at home for, throughout the quarters of the season and then season ticket later yep. it was like a couple of cup games and they're like yeah I like, I like I love it now season ticket so my first season ticket was 06, 07 which is O'Neill's first year mine would have been Brian Little possibly first year so my, 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 my I remember I was in K3 up at Holt Brian Little then John Gregory in the European Knights yeah and then it went all, our last season ticket was David O'Leary 
we, we all went down. We moved through the Trinity then. Yeah. So that was my last season ticket, the David O'Leary era. Wow. So it's a, yeah, but it's a long time ago, isn't it, really? Yeah, no? yeah. Um, 15 years. Yeah, exactly. So, so what's your like match going? Because obviously you went off to uni and stuff. What, you, what was your like? I oh, just pick and choosing then. Yeah. Literally pick and choosing. Whenever the lads want to go down, we all go down together. Um, so we just pick and choose our games. Now, I used to be part of the an away, away club called the Feasy Lions. Okay. I used to run a coach from the local, the Cat and Fiddle. Kev Cooper used to run that. We used to, he used to get us tickets for away games. We used, to, used to do literally about six away games a year, six, seven, eight. So I, was, I used to go away, away more times than I did home games yeah. back then. Um, but yeah, that, that's my early memories of being in the K3 up a Holt with my dad. And then we, yeah, my dad, my dad got fed up then with the O'Leary stuff and hasn't had a scene ticket since. But we just pick and choose games now. Yeah. Well, it's so hard to go down now, isn't it, really? Yeah, to be fair. Different it's harder circumstances than circumstances working as well now. Of course, yeah. And life gets in the way of uni and all the rest of it. So yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those, isn't it? The opposite for me is that I went, my first season ticket was 06, 07. Mm. I've had the same seat since yeah. with my dad and my granddad. We've That's been it. to every home game as far as, well, as far as I can remember anyway. Um, and kind of seen the best of the modern era, the, yeah. the O'Neill era, yeah. then the kind of five or six years of rubbish. And yeah, now yeah. we're back uh, yeah. uh, to what we see now. So uh, yeah, I think it's 13 years in a row. My, my dad's favourite game, he always goes on about this game, is when... Uh, Ron Atkinson was a Sheffield Wednesday manager at the time. Oh, yeah. And he said, I'm not leaving. I'm going to stay at Sheffield Wednesday. I'm Villa interested in him at the time. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not interested. I'm staying at Sheffield Wednesday. I think um, a day or a couple of days later, Doug Ellis got him in at Villa. He signed for Villa. <laughs> and the uh, first game of the season was Villa against Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Um, away at Hillsborough. And my dad, this is my dad's favourite game, the old Judas before the game, Judas and all that. I think <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday went 1-0 up. Yeah, a winning and then Villa come back and Monique Staunton and Daly Atkinson scored I think he said that's the best away game he's ever been to wow. Cause obviously it's like a, a cesspit kind of thing they're all yeah. hating right? big run and big run's gone to Villa he's, he's, he's done a job on his old club <laughs> literally a week after walking out so he said he's absolutely brilliant he always goes on about that he always, always whacks it on YouTube now and again oh nice so uh, yeah he, that's, he always remembers that one have you got a favourite game favourite game I'll tell you what might be a funny one I like the um, Sunderland 6-1 Oh yeah, Do you remember that? that when Ron Vlas scored. Vlas scored Ben Tekiatric yeah, Monday yeah. night. That was. That was a big game. Huge it? game at the yeah, time. Yeah. That sticks out because we just battered them. Yeah. Um, so that, that was Lambert, wasn't it? Lambert, yeah. yeah. Great atmosphere as well for Monday night. As I said, <clears throat> that that one sticks out. Funnily enough, um, other snapper memorable games. Leeds in the FA Cup, Carboni one that was quite good. Uh, yeah. And Again, another one for time. me as well. Uh, sending Coventry down. <laughs> Tony up at night. I think Angel scored Merson scored last game of the season might have been I don't remember it what year we're we talking early 2000s no, yeah, yeah fewer but, season tickets yeah so again it's weird isn't it before, like, there's a lot of things that exactly. just before my time it's like no, don't even know about it no <laughs> um, but yeah Sunderland 6-1 that was a crazy game yeah I'm going to pick a, a game that's just a, an obvious one of Wembley last year of course yeah just because it, like I don't think you can the whole day of what comes with something like that is yeah. It's, very, it's an easy cop-out answer. I'm sure there's a game in there against Blues or whatever at home that's been great, but I feel like the, the West whole, Brom semi-final oh, yeah, been good West as well. Ham, uh, West Ham. West Brom semi-final was great. Well, the Blues Black, are always good at now. The Blackburn semi-final. Yeah. Uh, 6-4. Like you say, even like league games that have meant something. The, there was one... Um, uh, QPR when Ben scored yeah. in the last second. So great memories over the years, obviously, but as an easy cop out answer, Wembley last year is just of course. you can't beat it. Can't for, it can for, for current times, no, unless we do the the business on March first, yeah, which yeah, would yeah. be unreal. Um, 
last two, which I think we might struggle with. Have you ever applauded an opposition goal? Uh, yeah, I was in the lower hole. Yeah, I think Sean Wright Phillips scored for Chelsea or something. I don't know. I think it was like a free-flowing move. I don't know. I'm a young kid at the time. But I just remember that. I've got a funny memory I have. I always think of like odd stuff. I've got like a long-term memory. Um, oh, mate, I'm totally the opposite. Obscure memory. So I remember clapping a Sean Wright Phillips goal in front of the old end. The once. What year was that? Skulls? Volley? Oh, that would um, have been mid-2000s, I'm guessing. Were you there for that? I wasn't, no. Okay. Gabo Corrali in the, in the Jaguars, wasn't it? <laughs> so that was a spe- spectacular goal, wasn't it? But you don't tend to applaud, really, do you? No, when I saw it sent in yesterday, I'm sure that there have definitely been times, I've never like literally applauded it, but there's times where I've just gone, you can't do anything about that. No. Like, it's literally unsavable or whatever. Even, mm. I think it was even one this year. I, can't, I couldn't tell you who it was against. My memory's so poor. There's times I've thought, yeah, fair, there's nothing you can do about that. That was unreal. Possibly a somebody like Liverpool I don't know I think Dorgao scored a, a cracker against Villa boxing there a few years ago Palace were playing in black and it's last minute winner it might have been <laughs> top corner it's difficult isn't it because obviously the emotion of being a Villa exactly. player so you don't you're no. never going to go oh yeah fair play <laughs> like, thank, thanks for beating us in the last minute but you, when if you're already if you're already losing or whatever and someone scores a wonder goal you kind of just have to sit back and go yeah fair wonder if Man U fans clapped Grealish's this year probably uh, not probably not and no. Man United fans no tourists <laughs> no, no, tourists yeah <laughs> I was there for that we were there for that yeah of course right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was a great goal scene, scene live uh, and then the last one worst away kit that you've seen come to Villa Park worst away kit so I can't think of anything for this I think there's some terrible away kits this Man, year Man you used to have a yellow and green one oh, that was yeah. vile that was yeah yeah um, never saw it but now of it you had a grey one as well didn't they yeah the away kit Man United have this year is horrible as well like that weird like beigey pinky colour yeah yeah, yeah. don't know what that Southampton's this year is weird the grey with like the blue yeah top that's weird trying to think years gone by a dozen dodgy kits um, Leeds have got that pinky haven't they is that this year or was that last year uh, this year they've got like oh, a like this year? pink just trying to think stripes. of horrible, horrible kits that I've seen <laughs> any blues kit that comes is, Course, yeah. is up there but uh there's always some dodgy kits. I don't like all the orange and the Illuminous stuff. I think yeah. Man City have took that on there yeah, with yeah. a couple of them. But Everton have got an orange one this year as well, I, don't know, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's, yeah, again, one of those things that it's just, uh, you don't really pay attention to stuff like that. My, no. my memory's so bad for things, as people know. I'm kind of, even if you said, what, you know, something Villa related, I'd be thinking, oh, yeah. not really sure. So paying attention to the, to the opposition is not something that I do. Um, so yeah, that kind of wraps up our, uh, kind of memory lane random podcast people are kind of asking like how we got into supporting Villa and stuff like that um, but it's just family isn't it of course it is your dad takes you down doesn't he and that's how it usually starts buys you all the gear and yeah. you get immersed, it, immersed in it that way did you kind of just know straight away when you were a kid obviously you're going back of course, yeah. 20 odd years of course yeah you just knew yeah basically yeah, my dad bought me the LDV Vans tracksuit and whatnot. used to be yes. down the Aston Social and that was your club then from there on in yeah. you support the Villa and Dwight York was your hero back then what was your like family like um, set up like did all your family support Villa or was there a split yeah off? yeah basically yeah my, my brother had a weird he, he, he was a Palace supporter for a bit because my <laughs> aunt used to go out with a Palace fan my cousin used to go out with a Palace fan sorry and he, he got him uh, a Palace kit huh. and the one year Villa played Palace and my dad took Harvey down into the away end with Palace wow. Palace and Andy Johnson scored at the Holt end and Wayne Wrightley did, did that like, he's playing the old end up and he, anyway I think Hendry scored for Villa what do you mean yeah, weird yeah he had a Palace kit and he, 
you know Palace ever since but he's, he's still a Villa fan now I think he's moved to Tottenham fan now because oh, he works on the stadium <laughs> so he's glorious isn't he <laughs> yeah. so he works on the stadium he likes Tottenham now but that's <laughs> he's not, no brother of mine now I was going to say it's not, like incomprehensible to me to think oh yeah I'm going to go and support someone no, else now it's nonsense isn't it but now I always have been Villa fans to be fair thanks to me old man so yeah same with my dad my dad family, granddad both Villa my uh, uncle's Albion but We've got a couple of Albion, got a couple of Blues, mates. Yeah. Um, so we'll wrap up then because we're running out of things to talk about with no game. It's difficult for, to do a podcast when Villa aren't playing. In Tottenham this week. No press conferences, no injury news. Nah. No, you know, players have been a hard day. Press conference should about. be Thursday so this week. We possibly will do something more Spurs related but in the back end of the week. Um, but if not, there'll be the usual podcast next Monday when we're talking about Spurs, the Spurs game specifically mm. and hopefully... What do you reckon to that big game? I think we've got a chance. I think we've got a chance. Hot and cold, nice Spurs. Yeah, you, it's one of those teams that you class as a big team that you can beat. Whereas with a, obviously a Man City or a, a, a Mourinho back at the Park as well. Maybe not. Struggled there before, isn't it? Yeah, there's Tottenham are a bit. Only for the uh, sprint, sprinting off the bench with the water <laughs> yeah. at the, the third of Great third official. We love that clip. Uh, as long as he's not sprinting down the touchline celebrating, I don't mind. Slide down his knees. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about that next week. I think we've got a chance. Maybe we can nick a draw. You've got to start picking up points, but haven't you? To, to you have, yeah. the teams, like you said at the start, we've got 14 games. We need 15 Massive points. Massive period now, isn't it? You, Three months. You've, got, you've got to start winning at some point. Three so. months, 90 days. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? I was looking the other day when it, on the league table and it was like 25 played or whatever. And I was like, yeah. 25? Where they go? When the season starts and it looks, it's like one game, three uh-huh. games, four games, then all of a sudden Incredible. it's 25. Like. It all comes down to this this little 90 day period now. Yeah. I kind of feel like going back to last year with the, the 10 game winning run in the playoff final when yeah. we had to do what we needed to do to get there. Yeah. I kind of feel like if we can bring that mentality back in, it's like, right, we have to get five wins here. We will just kind of somehow manage to do it. Mm. It doesn't quite work like that. Of course not. If they can kind of get into that mentality of, right, it's, it's now or never. Oh, God. I kind of back us to... I bag nerves thinking about it, to be honest. No. It's going to come down to the wire. You think last game? It's, it's looking that way, to be fair. Against West Ham. Hopefully, hopefully it's not, because my, my nerves won't be able to handle it. <laughs> You'll be working, it's different as well oh, when you're working. God. It. Reporting on Villa either clinching safety Imagine. or going down. We'll see, but... Um, they won't go down. Let's not even talk about no, it. No, no, no. Happen. It's not going to happen. We're staying up. You can so Tottenham, Southampton, then Man City, so... In the quarter final. What do you reckon their points was? Three. Three in a couple. You've got to, <laughs> yeah, you've got to aim for three points out of them. Yeah. It's, Tottenham's yeah, we, at home though, isn't it? So Tottenham's at home, yeah. You've got, we played well against Tottenham. The, the last home game was Watford. The first, the first game. Yeah. So it could be back to back omens for the first time since God knows how long. Yeah. If you can beat, if you can get something at Spurs. What momentum with that? that, that huge momentum. Oh, that, yeah. It? If you get something at Spurs and then beat Southampton going to the cup final. So you never know. In never a one-off know. game. I know it's Man City, but in a one-off game, you never know. Yeah. You never know. We'll cling on to that. So next week, we'll be back with some actual football conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a bit, of, a bit of a ramble to the fact that our third member left 20 minutes ago. She's done us, yeah. Unbelievable scenes. Mm. Get some abuse to Matt Kendrick, please, on Twitter for, for <laughs> leaving us. No, don't. Yeah, so thank you, thank you very much for listening to episode 16 of the Car Blue podcast. We'll be back next week. Uh, thank you very much. And up the villa. In a bit. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. Until then, up the villa. Up the villa.